Wow. That. <laughs> That's an interesting start to the sermon. Good morning, everyone. How are you all doing? Good. I hope you all had a good Thanksgiving. My name's Jamie. I'm responsible for the youth here. They're probably more responsible for me, but um, I want to ask you a question. What do all those songs here have in common? Love. Love. Exactly. Oh, this is my son, Fletcher, who's obviously loving my leg at the moment. <laughs> yes, love. I am here to talk to you why I love Jesus. It's simply about love. Unconditional love. God and Jesus believe in a thing called love. Ever, an everlasting love. Jesus preached, all you need is love. And Jesus, like Whitney, sings, he will always love us. But the bigger question, why us? Now, when we constantly mess up and hurt people and fall short, you know, even when we put God and our relationship with him on a back burner, why do Jesus and God love us without exception? And it really comes down to three reasons. First one is God made us. I'd like to invite Gabriel, who's our building manager here. He keeps his place running. So give it up for Gabriel. What some of you might not know is that Gabriel is an also an amazing artist. He has a real gift for creating. So I asked him to bring something that he has made that has significant value to him. So, Gabriel, what have you brought? It's a sculpture called Well Acquainted with Sorrow. That's awesome, Gabriel. So, why, so you crafted this incredible sculpture out of wood. Why is it so special to you? I worked over it for maybe five years, um, and it started from a piece of firewood. Um, and when it started, it was going to be a mother and child, and uh, it's rotted. All on the inside was rotted. So um, the part that was, there was nothing of substance there became this opening, which later I came to put this in, and the rotted parts became very meaningful to me as I realized they were kind of like wounds, the wound on the hand and the wound on the head. And the, I mean, kids, I say it's a man acquainted with sorrow, and kids say, oh, it's Jesus. <laughs> so, Thanks, Gabriel. So, Gabriel, like you said, you crafted this, and you know every part of this sculpture um, and what it took to make right, and the, the complexities. And like you said, you mentioned it was made of wood, uh, you know, it had rotted. You know, so how did that make you feel? Um, well, I was afraid at first, but then it became like the most important part of the piece, that it was, it was real, and it was mine, and I knew every part of it, so. Thank you, Gabriel. Everyone give it up for Gabriel. <laughs> you know, like Gabriel said, he's incredibly proud of this sculpture, and I'm sure of you, some of you here have crafted something that you're incredibly proud of, that 
you know exactly what it took to create. Whether it be a painting, whether it be a sculpture, maybe some DIY home project, you know, maybe even creating a child. Psalm 139 verse 13 says, For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. God knew us before our mothers did. Just as Gabriel knew what that sculpture was going to be and look like, God knows exactly what we will look like and our inmost being. The second reason is we are God's children. So God, you know, because God created us, therefore we are God's children. And I understand for a lot of us here, it's difficult to hear that. I, you know, I appreciate that because of our own relationships with our parents. Imperfect as they are, parent-child relationships are the closest thing to heaven on earth. Here's a little video behind me that is a small instructional video on parenting with unconditional love. I know some of us here are not parents, but it explains perfectly what unconditional love does to people. And as the doctor speaks, just imagine yourself to be the child that he's talking about and God to be the parent. I wish every child could grow up with unconditional love. Because what unconditional love implies is that you really are accepting your child for who they are. Not every child could be great in sports or not every child could be a great student. And some children are even going to disappoint us. What unconditional love means is that this is my child and I will accept them. It doesn't mean I'm going to let them get away with things. Now, given that, we are all human as parents. That doesn't mean at times we won't be disappointed. It doesn't mean we won't be angry. But hopefully those emotions, those negative emotions, are much less and they don't interfere with the relationship. Anyone who has grown up under conditional love with feelings that my parents only love me if I get good grades, my parents only love me if I'm a social butterfly, they know that there is so much anxiety because they know they must be performing in order to win the parents' love. A person who grows up under unconditional love truly feels my parents are there for me regardless of what I do or who I am or what skills I have. They are there to teach me and they are there accepting me. So Jesus tells us of God's unconditional love through an amazing parable called the lost son in the Gospel of Luke. It tells of a father who has two sons. The younger one asks for his share of the inheritance early and then goes off into the city to squander it, becomes homeless, becomes so desperate that he wants to come back only to work for his father. But I want us, we normally focus on the son and what he has done, but I actually really want to focus on the father's reaction because it describes exactly God's unconditional love for us. Verse 20, so he got up and went to his father, but while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and he was filled with compassion for him. He ran to his son, threw his arms around him and kissed him. The son said to him, father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Quick, 
Bring the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and the sandals on his feet. Bring the fattened calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate. For this son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. So they began to celebrate. God loves us unconditionally. So we can accept who we are, what we're created to be, even when we doubt ourselves or compare our failures to others' successes. We will flourish as people if we know God's unconditional love for us. The third reason is God chose to love us so we could love others. Who here likes ice cream? I know Brad does. <laughs> Man, I love ice cream, even in this cold weather. And an awesome place to go to to get ice cream is Little Babies. They have one on Baltimore Ave. And if you haven't been, go. Um, but they have this little board on the wall called Pay It Forward. So you can buy some complete stranger an ice cream. Just imagine how it feels to walk in a shop and be given a free ice cream from a complete stranger. That's going to feel good, right? It says in John 15, verse 16, You did not choose me, but I appointed you for to forward and bear fruit. What John is saying here is that God chooses us and loves us. But we're not to keep that love for ourselves, but to pay it forward. Once we have that love, to love we need to give it away so that others know, that don't know the unconditional love will know the unconditional love. So I want us to do something that symbolizes that. But before we do, I just want to invite the band back up. Um, so band, please take your time, come up. And um, I have these stickers here um, that were actually created for baked goods. But um, I'm going to use them for us because I love the message that's on them. It says, handmade with love. We all here are handmade with love. Some of us know it. Some of us don't. Some of us might be here, might be struggling to accept it. But I want you to remind you of a creator that made you know that they have love for you. So I'm going to start to pass these out. But I want us to take one. And when we take one, I want to put one on our neighbor. And when you do that, give them a high five. Shake their hand. And if you really know them, give them a hug. And just acknowledge them. This symbolizes that you're taking God's love and you're passing it on. But it shouldn't be just in this church. I want you to feel encouraged to pay it forward to people outside. I've got plenty of stickers here. Um, and I'll put the rest of the stickers. Come and see me. And if you know someone outside that needs to know this, please take one and give it to them. When people, fear hate, when people feel fear and hate, they regress and lash out. When people feel love, they grow. They feel lighter. This is the fruit that John was talking about. Whether or not you feel the love of God, his love is real. And it's yours and others to experience. He loves you so much. And nothing can separate you from his love. 
Go Eagles. <laughs> That's Michael. Um, let us pray. Dear Lord, thank you so much for the love that you show us, even when we're not ready to accept it, even when we're not ready to feel your love. When we push you away, you never push us away. You are constant. And we just thank you so much for that. So I just ask you just for the love to come into our own lives so that we can pass on love to others that don't know it. In your name, amen.